Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs better organize themselves, optimize their time, and boost their productivity so they can scale their business serenely. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about organization and productivity tips, goal setting, habit formation, biological rhythms, personal development, mindset, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to Zenly organize your business. Hello, and welcome to the Zenly Organized podcast. Today, I want to talk about a great productivity and time management technique, batching. So I found it to be one of the most efficient ways to complete a lot of my tasks and gain time. So that's why I really wanted to share it with you because I think it's a great technique that can also help you um, be more efficient in your tasks so that, well, you can have more time to do things that you want to do. (laughs) So just to show you how efficient batching is, um, I just wanted to share my experience with it because... uh, it's very incredible. I still kind of, you know, I know why it works, but it's still incredible how efficient it is in uh, real life, you know? Um, so when I batch the content creation for Zenly Organized, uh, I can create in one week three podcast episodes, three blog articles, as well as a month worth of content for Instagram. So that's in one week. When I don't batch my content, (laughs) it can take me a whole week to simply create the content for the next week. So that is one podcast episode, one blog article, one newsletter, and three to five Instagram publications. So I don't know if you can see like how I can, while I batch, I create kind of three times as much content as when I don't batch my content. So it's very amazing. And the same happens when I do meal prep for example, which consists in preparing most of the meals for the week. uh, So that way I don't have to cook for during the week. So when I do meal prep, I batch my meal prep. I manage to cook three complete meals plus a dessert uh, and or snacks in three hours. If I don't do it this way, it takes me way more (laughs) than three hours during the week to prepare the same amount of food. So batching is really amazing. I hope I have convinced you with these uh, examples to give it a try. Um, And if I have, well, this episode is for you because I will explain what batching is, its advantages, how to use it, and also examples of tasks that you can batch and others that shouldn't be batched because although it's fantastic, um, it, it doesn't apply to every kind of task. So Let's start with the first thing is, well, what is batching? Because I've been talking about that, but maybe you don't know what it is and it's totally normal. So batching is a technique that consists of grouping similar tasks together to reduce the number of times you switch between different tasks. So the act of switching between different tasks is called cognitive switching and it's one of the most detrimental practices for your productivity. So if you want to be productive, it's really important to reduce the number of times your work gets fragmented fragmented between different tasks and batching is a great way to do that. Um, and by the way, episode number four of the podcast is about cognitive switching and multitasking. Uh, So these are two kind of behaviors that uh, hinder our productivity. And I give you 
tons of tips also um, to prevent uh, you from multitasking and doing cognitive switching, batching being one of the tips I give in this episode. (laughs) But uh, if you want to learn more about that, you can check episode number four as well. So now that you know what batching is, uh, so, you know, also with the examples I gave you, it's just like to batch similar things together, like writing blog articles, um, writing Instagram captions, for example, and then um, you batch, uh, you know, you take this moment to batch the captions and then maybe another moment to batch the creation of visuals, for example, things like that. So it's really like grouping activities that are similar together. Uh, So what are the advantages of batching? So as you've probably guessed by now, because I've been (laughs) telling you how fantastic it is, um, batching has many advantages, of course, otherwise I wouldn't be talking about it. First of all, as mentioned, uh, batching reduces the division of your attention caused by the constant switching between tasks. And you might be wondering, well, why is that a problem? Well, the problem is, our mind needs some time to stop thinking about the previous task and focus entirely on the new one every time we switch. So every single time you switch between your tasks, your attention is diminished and divided between all the tasks you've been switching uh, between in the past. Usually it takes about 15 minutes for your attention to completely focus on what you're doing. So, you know, imagine within the past 15 minutes, if you've switched like two or three times, well, you're, you never were completely focused on what you were doing because it takes your brain approximately 15 minutes to focus. So working like that is very unproductive because if you're not focused, if you're not completely into the task, well, it will take you way more time to complete the task than if you were completely focused and your attention was 100% on your task, and which means that, you know, all of your brain functions are uh, you all used to do that task and get it done. Also, um, you know, constantly switching between tasks is more stressful than focusing on one task at a time. Uh, so it's also better for your stress levels and, uh, you know, also the quality of your work to um, avoid being stressed and being more relaxed. uh, So not switching between tasks constantly. I hope this sentence made sense now that I think about it. I don't think it does, (laughs) but I hope you understood what I meant. Um, Batching also has the advantage to reduce the time and energy that you lose on preparation because you only do the preparation part once for multiple kind of projects um, or kind of, yeah, projects. For example, uh, you know, if you want to create a reel, well, you need to set up your tripod and your lightning, prepare your clothes, move some furniture around, etc., depending on what kind of reel you're preparing. And maybe, you know, all this takes you kind of 10 minutes to do that, to do. Uh, Well, if you create uh, more reels at once, it makes more sense to lose 10 minutes of preparation once, get, for example, four reels done, then losing 10 minutes times four to create same amount of reels, you know, four reels, for example, but in four different moments, doesn't it? So, I mean, instead of losing 40 minutes of preparation by doing your four reels separate 
uh, times, while you only lose one time, 10 minutes, and then you get four reels done in the same period of time. Well, even less <laughs> time. So uh, it's a really great technique uh, for this kind of task that requires a lot of preparation, uh, a lot of prep work and everything. Batching is really great for that as well. And finally, it's also a great technique to simplify your organization because you only have to organize your days and your weeks by dividing them into specific time windows for different tasks without needing to detail necessarily everything every single time. So for example, if you create a content uh, for your business, well, you can have a block called um, Instagram captions, for example. So you know that Monday morning, for example, you will write your Instagram captions for the week, the month, or all long, however long you want to create them for. But, you know, you don't have to be like, write captions for next week, write captions for the month or everything. You know, you can, this is just one example, but you can um, organize your week and your your days by blocks this way. So it makes it a bit easier and you don't have to detail everything every single time. Or you can also dedicate like a specific day for your content creation, uh, for your Instagram creation, for example, a specific day for your newsletter content, specific day for your admin work, you know, etc. So this makes it uh, a bit easier to, to organize your, your days and your week. Okay, so now that we know what batching is and why you should do it, let's get into how to batch. So like most things, it will take a little bit of time to put your batching strategy into place, but believe me, it will be well worth your time and effort <laughs> because you will lose way less time this way. So here are the steps I recommend using to implement your batching strategy, but of course, uh, do what feels right for you. First, identify your recurring tasks. So try to deconstruct them also as uh, much as possible into the smallest tasks. So this way you really have a clear list of all the things you have to do and that you do regularly. So for example, uh, for the creation of a blog article, you can deconstruct it into uh, choosing the topic, doing research, writing the plan, writing the article, editing, creating the layout, writing the, the, the SEO description, uh, scheduling it, etc. So, you know, really kind of detail as much as possible the tasks. Then estimate, or better yet, do a time audit um, to have the real uh, estimate of how much time it takes you to do um, a specific task. And if you want to know more on how to do a time audit, uh, you can listen to episode number 17 of the podcast, which was dedicated to that. Um, so, uh, either estimate or do the time audit uh, to, um, to know exactly how much it takes to uh, complete your tasks. It will help you determine how much time you should block to batch this kind of task and have a better uh, you know, estimate and not just be like, oh yeah, I think it takes me uh, one hour to do that. And so you only block one hour, but it really takes you four hours. So it's better to, <laughs> to, to think about that before. Then determine the effort required to complete each kind of task. Uh, you can rank it, for example, on a scale of one to five or determine whether it requires low, moderate or high effort. Uh, this will help you kind of um, know when it's best to do this task uh, and how many 
tasks you can do on, in a day because um, high effort tasks you cannot um, for example batching high effort tasks is a bit hot it's much harder than uh, batching low effort tasks um, for example writing it will be almost impossible to write like three blog articles in one morning it's a bit hard to batch this kind of task because writing just one blog article usually requires a lot of time and a lot of effort. So you might not be able to batch that kind of task. Of course, I'll tell you more about that. And it's the last point of this episode, but just so you already understand why, um, I suggest you, you do that, uh, in this preparation phase. Then, uh, based on the nature of the task, you know, if it's a creative task, if it's a deep work task, if it's busy work, uh, if it's a kind of a task that requires social interaction, etc., and the effort it requires, so that was a previous uh, step, <laughs> determine the best moment of the day to tackle uh, it based on your chronotype. So here again, this is an episode, um, I did an episode on the chronotypes. If you want to um, to know, if you don't know what it is or you heard about it but would like to know more about your chronotype, you can listen to episode 12 of the podcast in which um, I describe what is the best moment for each chronotype to accomplish what kind of tasks. So this will really help you. Uh, this is kind of a mashup of different um, productivity tips that will really help you uh, gain a lot of time because batching is great, but if you batch when it's the best moment for you to do a certain kind of thing, then it's going to be like productivity uh, times 2000%, okay? <laughs> so that's really the, the, the goal here is really to be as efficient as possible when you complete your tasks so that you can have more time to do other things. And then the final step here is to create uh, blocks of times. Uh, for each task you plan on batching. So time blocking is another great uh, time management technique, which consists of blocking a certain amount of time for a certain task and trying to stick to it, of course. <laughs> um, so that's what we want to do here. Really allocate a specific time and duration to your batching session in your planner uh, so that uh, this way you know you know how to organize your day and have a pretty good idea of how much time you should be working on that. And also, if you know the, um, the Parkinson's law, uh, then you know that we tend to use all the time that we uh, give ourselves to, <laughs> to complete a task. So creating this block will kind of help you focus and be like, okay, I have four hours to do this. Let's go. And I focus on that. And in four hours, if you block four hours and you tell yourself, I'll do it in four hours, you have more chances of getting it done than just like being, oh, yeah, I'll give myself all morning to do something that you could have done in one hour. And here again, if you're interested in time laws, um, you can uh, listen to episode 18 uh, and also episode 10, in which um, I talk about uh, different time laws that can help you boost your productivity. Oh my gosh, this is kind of a mashup uh, today of uh, all uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, productivity tips. Uh, I hope you're, it's not too much and that it's, it's going to be useful for you. <laughs> um, so... That's kind of the prep time. Of course, this is something you do kind of once. Uh, you don't have to do that every week. Like the, all the steps I just told you, like to estimate your time and determine if it's high or low effort and create blocks and everything. Once you know what are the tasks that you want to batch, you kind of do that once and then you just repeat it all every single week. So it's not something you'll have to do like 
over and over again. So once you've done kind of this initial prep work, then I suggest planning your weeks and even months using this process, uh, kind of using batching, because uh, you'll see that once you know well the tasks you want to batch, their duration, their effort, nature, etc., it will become much easier to, uh, to know and plan your batching sessions, and you won't have to do all that all over again. And I said that you can also plan your batching sessions over the month, because, for example, as I said, that's something I try to do um, is to, for example, batch my content for the whole month in one week. So this way, the rest of the month, I can focus on something else. So you can really um, batch, like not just in the short short term, like tomorrow or this week, but also a bit on a longer term uh, over the month. So this way, um, you can liberate some time to do other things that you can't batch or, you know, things that you only do once, but that require a lot of time, then batch all your recurring tasks. And then this way you can liberate uh, the rest of your weeks for something else. And of course, once you're ready to start your batching session, so, you know, what I just talked about was kind of the prep initial, really like when you first get into batching, but then once you really want to start batching and you're about to start your batching session, well, it's really important to eliminate all distractions, you know, no notification, possibly no phone calls, uh, no emails, unless you're batching your email <laughs> um, replies, uh, no social media, etc. And if possible, you know, close your door, put on uh, noise cancelling headphones, you really have to get in the bubble and really get 100% focused because your batching sessions will be way more productive if you concentrate 100%. Um, because the goal of batching, I want to remind you, is not to switch between other tasks and not do anything else because it completely ruins the concept of batching. So really, when you do a batching session, of course, I'm not saying you can't take a break or something. That's You always have to take breaks <laughs> regularly. But when you're doing your tasks, that's all you should do. No phone, no email, no notification, no nothing. Just focus. So well, now we're on to the last uh, point uh, I wanted to talk about. So what tasks can you batch and what tasks shouldn't be batched? So um, you can batch a lot of tasks, both professional and personal. So batching is not only something you can use for your professional life, but also for your personal life. Uh, so I'll just start with the professional tasks because, I mean, that's usually where we, we batch <laughs> most uh, the tasks. So you can batch your organization. That is, uh, you know, you can batch the planning and organization of your weeks and months um, because that will be way more efficient. You'll just, for example, allow yourself 30 minutes, one hour every week to plan the rest of the week uh, or the coming week, sorry. And this will really help you instead of planning every day. If you do that like daily, uh, for example, it takes me if I plan for just the next day. It takes me 15, 20 minutes, sometimes even 30 minutes to plan just for the next day. Whereas if I plan for the whole week, it'll take me between 30 and one hour max, but it's still less than if I had planned like every single day, 20 minutes. That's way more than an hour at the end of the week. So uh, 
this will really like batching your planning will really help you gain time. Plus, it will also help you have a clearer picture of your organization than if you only plan day by day. So it's not that I don't review my planning every day. I plan for the week, for example, but I still review it every day, but it takes me like two or three minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, this, I didn't have time to do it. So I'll just postpone it, things like that. But it's much quicker than doing it daily. And I have a better picture of everything I have to do that week and what are my priorities and everything. Then the classic task that is recommended uh, you batch is replying to emails. This is really one that will save you tons of time. Uh, instead of answering your emails throughout the day, determine one to three moments to do so. Of course, depending on how many emails you receive, maybe one time is enough. If you receive a lot of emails, then maybe do two or three sessions every day so you don't have to reply to like 150 emails at once. <laughs> um, and uh, of course, you know, when you reply to your emails, you focus on that, you don't do anything else, but it also means when you're working on anything else, you don't look at your emails, your uh, email notifications are off and your email app is off as well. So, you know, it works both ways, but this will really help you um, stop losing time looking at your email all the time uh, and getting, you know, um, uh, out of focus of your important tasks just to reply to unimportant emails or, you know, not urgent emails. Uh, of course, I already, I talked about a lot, that a lot. Um, I gave this example a lot, but content creation is something you should absolutely batch. If you're an, an entrepreneur, this is really like my number one tip for you, batch your content creation. It'll make you uh, gain tons of time. And especially what I find uh, the hardest with content creation is that it, um, it, it creates a lot of mental load. Uh, always thinking that you have to create for the next week and always being, oh my gosh, my post is not ready for tomorrow or for today or, you know, always being feeling like you're uh, you're late on your content creation while batching that will really help you free up that mental load because you'll batch it for for example the week or even if you can two weeks or even a month as I said um, you'll have these moments in which you can focus on something else and not always be like oh I have to do this post for tomorrow what what am I going to do oh my gosh oh my gosh so really think about that. Um, some of the content creation tasks I suggest batching are uh, article editing. Uh, so, you know, if you write a few articles, then batch the editing. This is something that it, it requires effort, but not as much as writing a complete article, for example. So you can easily uh, edit two, three articles back to back and... Um, and this will, yeah, this will be great because your mind will be completely focused in editing mode. Uh, also creating the visuals for Instagram, just create all your visuals for the week, for two weeks, etc. But do all only that and you'll see it kind of, you'll be in a creative mood and it'll just be much easier than doing one visual, maybe then writing their caption, then another visual, then writing the caption because this requires you to switch, you know, the, the resources you need to use are different when you're creating visuals and when you're writing. So um, it's really uh, going to be more efficient if you do all your creation uh, in one um, session and then you, you write your captions 
in another session. So visual creation and captions uh, redaction are two tasks that you can batch. And then podcast recording is also um, another task you can batch. Although personally, I can't record more than two episodes in a row because it's too energy consuming. Like after two episodes, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's enough. <laughs> it requires a lot of energy and, you know, also saliva <laughs> to record. Like, for example, this is the second episode I'm recording in a row and I'm starting to feel more tired uh, than I was well when I recorded the first one. So, for example, this is one I can batch, but not more than two episodes. So all of this, of course, you have to try and see what works for you. Those are the ones I suggest you can batch. But of course, um, look at what you can do. And maybe you are able to batch two uh, articles, um, blog article redaction in like a morning. Personally, I can't. I can write one article in one morning but only one because it takes me that time to, to write an article, for example. No? So those are all only examples. Try and see what works for you as well. Uh, brainstorming sessions are another uh, kind of thing that is great to batch. So plan a, a session to brainstorm, for example, your upcoming content ideas, uh, your next offers, your marketing campaigns, etc. It'll be easier to get inspired and come up with uh, media ideas if you do it um, in an uninterrupted session um, than if you just kind of do it for just 15 minutes here and there uh, because inspiration kind of yields inspiration. So the more you brainstorm ideas, the more ideas you have. So doing really a session of one or two hours, for example, just to come up with every idea that you have is going to be more efficient than doing just kind of a smaller um, brainstorm sessions. And finally, meetings, another great uh, kind of task that you should definitely batch is uh, meetings. Try to book all of your meetings on the same day or days if you have a lot of meetings and in the same place uh, if that's possible because it will allow you to have uh, this way full days of uninterrupted work to focus on your other tasks. So instead of having meetings scattered all over the week, decide on you know a few days one or you know or more as I said if you need more days for more meetings but don't um, if you can don't put meetings every single day of the week because this means that for example you'll have your afternoon split in two by a meeting and so you won't be able to kind of focus your whole afternoon on something uh, so really that's something that um, can really help not having meetings all the time but only on on specific days so you can have other days to focus on for example creative tasks or deep work tasks where you need maybe like four hours in a row of uninterrupted work for the personal tasks, uh, there is meal planning that you can batch. So instead of losing time and mental energy, <laughs> thinking about what you'll be eating every single day, take 30 minutes to plan your meals for the week. Or maybe it'll take you a bit more, but um, 30 minutes to one hour for uh, meal planning is pretty good for a week. So this way you won't have to think about it again during the week. And you'll know exactly what you need to buy at the grocery store, <laughs> which will save you time and money. Um, so the meal planning for me, it's uh, an essential. It allows me to free up that mental load of always having to think about what I'm going to eat and everything. It's really great. Uh, seriously, it makes it 
much less demanding to cook uh, during the week because you already know what you have to cook. So you know what you have to do and you don't have to think about what uh, you'll have to do. Um, grocery shopping is also another task that you should batch. Um, instead of going to the grocery store like multiple times, uh, try to do all your grocery shopping once. This will save you a lot of time, energy, and money uh, because, you know, every time you go to the store, well, you lose the time in to get there. And then every time you lose it, you lose more time because you have to go through the whole store every single time for multiple things. So um, really try to, to go only once. Plus, you also tend to buy more uh, than you need when you go often to the supermarket. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> um, so this will help you also save kind of money like that and gas, of course, because you won't have to do the multiple trips. So this is definitely something if you tend to go um, grocery shopping uh, multiple times, try to go once. I know some people told, tell me, yes, but I like to have fresh produce and everything. But uh, if you know, if you learn how to um, keep uh, fresh uh, produce and everything, you'll see that um, you don't have to go uh, multiple times during the week. Uh, you can still have fresh produce, even if you've bought it uh, for, for the whole week. During uh, the pandemic, the first lockdown, uh, I did grocery shopping for two weeks and um, only once every two weeks. And I never lost any food or anything. Uh, and... Sometimes I even think I should go back to doing it only once every two weeks, but that's not the point. Uh, the point is that you can definitely have fresh produce even if you only go once uh, in the week. And finally, cooking. Of course, that's the example I gave at the beginning of this episode, but um, if you can, set aside a period during the week to prepare some ingredients uh, or either complete meals uh, in advance. So this way you uh, lose, uh, you don't lose as much time cooking during the week um, and you save a lot of time also on dishwashing because you can just kind of rinse uh, some of the utensils you use and uh, or you batch the washing of the dishes this is also another task that you can uh, batch by the way washing your dishes instead of washing um three times during the day well if you wash it just once it's usually uh, faster you'll see so those are kind of uh, personal tasks that you can batch of course there are others um you can either batch your cleaning also of the house but this depends because of course it will take you more time you like you'll have to block uh, a complete afternoon or day depending on uh, the size of your house to do your cleaning and this might uh, be <laughs> unmotivating so you have to see as well like the tasks you want to batch if thinking about cleaning your whole house at once is too depressing <laughs> which I totally understand um, then maybe don't batch your your cleaning for example you know that's maybe better um, it's maybe better to do that um, like separately during the week maybe you wash uh, your kitchen one day your bathroom the other day things like that or you can also try to to batch your cleaning it really depends with batching or just like with uh, any other tips I give you here, you really have to adapt it to yourself, see what works for you and what doesn't. Speaking of that, um, I just wanted to finish this episode with some tasks that are better not uh, to be batched. Um, 
because, you know, although it's a great technique, some tasks are not easily batchable. Batchable, I don't know if that's the word, I'm inventing words. <laughs> so um, highly creative or demanding tasks, for example, um, are tasks that might not be easy to, um, to batch because it'll be hard simply to complete more than one of these uh, type of tasks at once. As I said, um, for example, if you write long blog articles, uh, well, it might be hard to write more than one in an in a morning, for example, because you might already need the whole morning to write just one. That's what usually happens with me, for example. <laughs> um, so um, this is the kind of task, you know, like that are really demanding or um, that take a long time to 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 create to do. Well, that may may not be the best uh, tasks to batch, but you can kind of batch in the sense that you can dedicate a complete, for example, morning or afternoon to that task and you don't do anything else. You don't switch between other tasks and that's still batching, you know? So if you say, I'm going to write a blog article this morning, well, on apart from your, your breaks, you don't do anything else. You don't go and reply to your emails. You don't go on social media. I don't, you know, you really focus on your article and you'll see it'll be much more um, uh, productive this way. Also, uh, batching is not really uh, the best <laughs> technique to adopt when you're tired. Batching should really be reserved for your productivity peaks or your creativity peaks. And as I said, if you want to know when these peaks are uh, based on your chronotype, you can uh, listen to the episode I believe 15, <laughs> don't remember already, no, sorry, 12, episode number 12, um, to discover when your uh, productivity and creativity peaks are based on your chronotype. Uh, so why batching is not the best uh, technique when you're tired? It's because um, batching, usually you do more than one task at once, you know, and it may be da daunting or even close to impossible, you know, to uh, tackle the redaction, for example, of 10 Instagram captions or the cooking of a week's worth of meals when you're already super tired. Uh, <laughs> when you're tired, you usually want to go for easy, short tasks, quick tasks. And uh, well, that's kind of the opposite of batching, which requires you to be focused for quite a few um hours usually on something. So when you're tired, maybe don't try to batch tons of things because that probably won't uh, be very productive. <laughs> so um, I hope this was helpful uh, and that um, implementing batching in your life will help you free up more time and energy so that you can enjoy more of life and, you know, do things that light you up. Uh, I like to use batching, as I said, for these tasks that are recurring. For example, I love creating uh, content, but it is something that I have to do all the time and that uh, kind of uh, is heavy as in terms of mental load because I'm always thinking about that. So uh, batching this 
kind of liberates um, my mental load and it also frees up time so that I can do other things for my business or batching my cooking, for example. Well, it allows me to enjoy my evenings and watch a movie or spend time with my boyfriend or go out with friends instead of spending one hour cooking for just one meal, for example. So as always, uh, the tips I give you here are always aimed at um, freeing up time, being more productive, but always for a purpose, always for um, having more time for yourself or to focus on the projects that you want to focus on. So I hope this was useful. Uh, let me know if you already use batching, if you're going to try it, I'd love to know. Uh, so don't hesitate to reach out to me and I'll see you in the next episode. In the meantime, I wish you a Zenly organized week. Bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. It's a free and easy way to encourage the podcast. That's it for me today. I wish you a Zenly Organized week and I'll see you for the next episode. Bye!